on the edge of reality, where dimensions collide and eldritch horrors make down payments on beachfront property, where the rules of space and time are merely scrawled on bathroom walls by scientists looking for some nookie, on a cliff through an unending crevasse filled with colors never before seen by the human eye, sits the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse. Come on in. Welcome to Post-Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse. I am your host, King Leopold Bucket the Fourth, the bucket-wearing king with the bucket-shaped bling. And there's no way I'm taking it off of my head. Certainly not at the moment with all you greasy people with horrible viruses. As you know, we're in lockdown here, so we have to rely on canned laughter. Indeed, I have an entire canned audience, and only task where I got it, or where I got this fancy new doctor's name tag. That's an awful lot of cans you got there, mate. I bought the lot. You evil bastard. Don't you know there are other comedians all around the country who need canned audience reactions to? Damn those other comedians. Damn them down to their nose hairs. These are mine. All mine. I suppose you want me to give back the four lorries of toilet paper I bought too. That's low, that is. Hoarding essential supplies. I'm not hoarding. I bought these cans for a serious condition I have. What's that then? I'm poor and I want money. Price gouging, is it? Oh, no, no. At this level, I prefer to call it price excavation. How much did they cost then? Two bob a tin. I'll give you five quid. Twenty pounds. I'll do you three quid and a bog roll. Sold. All the cans of beans I've been eating, I ran out. Oh, thanks. I'll bring that back to my son. He's a budding ventriloquist. Get fucked! Hey, this isn't a canned laughter, it's a heckle! As a ventriloquist, it's what he deserves. I want my money back! No returns, Barry. Now fuck off and be quiet, you mangy old priest. We're about to start the show. Bloody rip-off, mate. Shush! Now, without further ado, let's switch on the scrying orb, sacrifice a goat to the mighty Dagon, tear open a rift to a different dimension and start the show. Robbie, first victim, please. <laughs> Hey lady, hand over your cash, or you're dead. Oh no, please, I need it for my medication. I said hand it over. But I need it to buy canisters. Yeah, well it's a bullet in the head or an itchy grumbler, which would you prefer? Oh god, oh I can't Yeah, that's it, hand it over, hand over the cash. Hand it all over, that's right, hand it all over. Hold it right there, criminal scumbag. And who the hell are you, buddy? Who am I? I'm Granitiz of Physicality. I'm the world's first superhero slash pole dancer, and I have the combined powers of quantum mechanics and pole dancing. Time for you to meet your match. Take ah, that. Ah, please, ah, stop it. Oh, God. Why are you spinning so quickly? I spin around. Ah, please, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, he's so I spin around and so oh, yeah. strong. That's enough out of you, human trash. Next time, don't commit a crime next to a lamppost. Oh, my. You saved my life. Me and my itchy grumbler. Thank you, quant... 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 Quantitative physical boy? God damn it, woman, it's quantitative physicality. Can't remember my name after I defend you in the name of justice? I mean, damn. Look, if you have any pole dancing needs, here's my card. Times are tough at the moment, so I appreciate any business, or even if just recommend me to a friend. I have to do stripping during the day so I can fight crime at night. Don't get a lot of bookings. So yeah, any little helps. Is pole dancing really a superpower? I wish I didn't even save your ass now, dumbass bitch. Quantities of physicality away. How rude. Hey, Carl Wright from Dutchford Hart. Holy shit, John. It's been a while. How have you been? Pretty good, actually. Became an atheist. Really? 
Yeah, it's so freeing, you know. Anything I want to do, I can just do. Wow, that sure does sound good. Yeah, check this out. Excuse me, Mom. Yes, young man? Oh, what a lovely night. Wow, you really just stabbed her. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's dead. I know, right? And no repercussions, because, you know, I don't believe in God. That is fantastic. Yeah, watch this. Can I try? Do you believe in God? I do. Then no. Oh, that sucks. Not as much as this will. Oh! Shit, you shot me! Jesus! How cool is that? Yeah, man, really cool. You know what the best part is? No, what? This is a murder-suicide, because life has no meaning. Oh, yes, brilliant. Brilliant. Goodbye, Carl. See you around, John. Nope. God damn being an atheist is cool. Well... Goodbye, random and therefore morally ambiguous world. Do you mind not shooting yourself in the street, sir? It is a highly illegal act, and you have already murdered two people and detonated my sniffer dog. Care to explain yourself? Oh, don't worry about it, officer. I'm an atheist, so no repercussions. Oh, I see, sir. Well, if there is no God, then you cannot be held responsible for your actions. You'd best be on your way, then. Thanks, officer. See you around. Now... What to mark this down as? Act of God. <laughs> That'll fuck him up. The building is on fire and the fire truck is stuck on 8th Avenue. Yeah, but we can't go in there without protective equipment. We're just a couple of cops. Good thing I'm not there. Who are you? Who am I? I'm Quantitizzle Physicality. I'm the world's first superhero slash pole dancer slash male stripper. I have the powers of quantum mechanics pole dancing and getting buck-ass naked for your pleasure. Here's my card. Jeez. Thanks. No problem, officer. Quantitism physicality away. Help me, please! Someone help me! No need to fear, sir. I have arrived. Oh, thank God. I thought I was gonna die. I... Hey, man, why are you naked? No time to explain. Just hold my hand. Nah, fuck that. I have got time. Why are you naked in a fire? You're about to burn alive. Just grab my hand. But why are you naked right now? Because my super suit is made of polyester, okay? Polyester? What kind of cheap-ass superhero are you? Hey, man, screw you. I'm Quantitizzle Physicality. I'm the world's first superhero slash pole dancer slash male stripper, and I deserve your respect. So what? You want me to slip a 50 into your butt cheeks or something? I mean, anything you can spare is helpful. Times are tough at the moment. Seriously? Look, just take my hand. No, man. Put some damn clothes on first. Man, fuck you. Activate quantum tunneling. Quantitism physicality away. Jeez, where the hell did you come from? I tunneled through quantum realms across dimensions to return safely here. Wow, that's amazing. Did you save the guy? What? Oh, him? Nah, he was already dead when I got there. Hey, no, I'm not. I'm still very much alive. Ignore that. That's just a TV someone left on. Uh, y you sure about that? Certain. Oh, wow, well, there's a lot of fire here now. Here's my card in case you have any pole dancing or male stripping needs. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, both both are pretty straight over here. Quite a dis physicality away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not a TV. Alright, the detective, how's it going? Not so bad, Constable, not so bad. Bit of, uh of sciatica, but nothing to be complaining about. Uh, what do we have here, then? Well, this wee man told this wee man that his hell was too big for his head, 
And then this wee man told this wee man that his nose was too small for his eyes. What? This man's nose was too small for the other man's eyes to see? No, this wee man's eyes were too small in relation to the nose adjacent to said eyes on the same face. I see. That one cleared up. Well, to say that unked this wee man would be an understatement, so then this wee man said to this wee man that this wee man's mam was an exuberant penis fan. Good lord! But also did it for the money. Crikey. Indeed, sir. But it turns out this wee man had a plan for this wee man and punched this wee man's wee man. In the John Thomas, you mean? No, sir. The son's name is Oliver Richardson. His son? Aye, sir. The wee man in question. Uh, oh, I see. The, the wee man's wee man. I, I thought you meant his, uh, his, uh, his wee man. Not this time, sir. No. I see. So then the other wee man over here said to this wee man, How dare you punch my wee man? Where's your son? To which this wee man then said, I don't have any. And then the other wee man said, no matter, I'll punch them before they even come out. And then proceeded to punch him in his wee man. His penis this time. By which I mean his penis this time, I. But from both statements, I understand that this is only because he believes that to be the current residence of this wee man's wee men. This all got out of hand. Got into hand a little bit too, sir. As far as I can tell, this wee man also gripped this wee man's wee man and tried to, and I quote, rip it off and beat you with it. Beat me with it? No, sir. At the time he was referring to the other wee man's wee man that he would then be beating said wee man with. How do you hit a penis with a person? No, sir, I, uh... Ah, Never mind. I see my mistake now. Of course, sir. You just push them onto it, of course. No, sir. He he was going to beat him with the removed wee man. Which I mean, in this case, to be the penis, sir. Yes, I suppose that might be easier. Indeed, sir. Well, send them all to the cells for a night to calm down. And the wee man's wee man, sir. Don't let the son go home. He's only a minor. No, sir. I mean the ripped-off cock lying on the floor. Oh, I see. Ooh. Um, uh, a bag of ice, I should imagine. Hello and welcome to the outskirts of lovely and historic Strongstable for the final heats of the National Stoner Herding Championship, brought to you by Magic Chips. I'm your first host, Alex Bristlethwaite. And I'm your second, Luke Borrowsocks. Borrowsocks by name, by socks by nature. (laughs) (laughs) Terribly funny. Anyway, enough of Luke's caustic wit. The uh, second trial of the mixed doubles is about to begin. We have our first contestant here, a young, taut, sumptuous... Alex. ...warming up, stretching her legs... Alex. ...breathing heftily from those marvellous... ...Alex. <coughs> uh, ...cracking her knuckles, etc. Absolutely right, Alex. We have here young Alice McGee... She has raised her little dog Rex there to be suspicious of any activity that leaves smoke or vapor trails. A truly nosy dog. So he does the guiding and she just does the, uh... The, uh... Yes, well, we'll have to come back to that one. The barking. Yes, the barking. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Of course, we're all barking mad over here. Somebody uh, stop this man. He, he's going to make someone laugh themselves to death. Yes. And of course, now we have over here Alice's partner in the stoner herding, Roger Carnsby. A man of real intent. Look at him there, standing, holding a plastic ball in a throwing arm, just resting on his shoulder. 
a noble sight. Oh, and a, a wave to the fans there. Roger, of course, being a long-time herder, winning, I think it was a, at least three titles across his career a few years back. Not seen much of him since then, but I hear there's a lot of promise from his new dog, a young Springer called Maisie. Springer's, of course, very friendly, very sure of themselves, who come right up to people they don't know and demand affection and ball-throwing, which could be very effective against the breed of stoners today, who are on a hydroponically grown strain of critical Bilbo. Yes, a perfect combination. Overtly a friendly dog and a paranoid group of stoners should play well into Roger and Alice's favour today. It looks like we're ready. And they're off. The stone is in the centre of the field, fumbling with the lighter. This could buy Alice and Roger time. The stoners have lit the marijuana cigarette. If this is your first time watching, the rules are simple. The pair have to get the stones to leave the park before they have finished their joint, herding them as best they can with their dogs. And here we see Alice making the first move toward the back of the field and the stoners. They're heading right for Roger now. Roger throws the ball slap-bang in the middle of the stoners. And there goes Maisie. Absolutely. She's off like a shot. All that energy, that poise, that luscious, supple, that lusty combination of teeth and coat. Those powerful, inviting haunches. Alice moving alongside the field with the experienced Tony Rex now to push the stoners directly out the front gates. Maisie by this point is trying to get cuddles from the stoners. Lucky bastards. Who are sidestepping away and looking a little worried. By Jove, I think they have it. I think this could be a perfect run. And here comes Rex now as Alice makes her move to push the stoners right out. Alice and Rex walking rather sternly toward the stoners here, and it's working. They are now heading right for the gate with just over half the marijuana cigarette left. Roger and Maisie blocking the loop down to the river. They don't have anywhere to go. Oh no, Maisie has turned tail and headed straight back for Roger. A terrible turn of events for Roger and Alice here. They were so close to a perfect score. Maisie jumping up at Roger, stopping him from moving. That has to be frustrating. The stone is now moving back past the river and straight back into the park. We're down to the last burns here. There really is no hope. Alice finally giving up with Rex, stopping for a little breather. I see leaning over, raising herself on her ample thighs, breathing in. And out with this fantastic... Alex! <laughs> yeah, uh, letting the loss sink in like athletes sometimes do. Well, a damn fine try and a wonderful display, but sadly not enough. James, our interviewer, is with them now to see how the competitors feel it went. Yes, thank you, Luke and Alex. I'm here at the sidelines with Alice and Roger now. So, Alice, how do you feel that went, first of all? Well, we did try our best, and we're only a new team. I think our plan was fine, the execution was fine, but we haven't trained the new dog up to quite the level we'd hoped. And uh, you, Roger, much the same? Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. Maisie is very new to competition. Uh, we mainly just do it for fun around the local parks. She'll be tougher next time. And uh, you stoners, how was that for you guys? Was Maisie intimidating enough before she gave up? Oh, absolutely. I was worried that her being near was definitely going to make her owner come over, so I felt hassled out of the area. Um, she was very loud, she was very fast, and she smelt a bit of fox shit, so definitely made it harder to enjoy the buzz. 
Well, Alice, Roger, seems like you have a real good chance if you come back next year. Oh, you know it. We'd both be sticking our noses into other people's business regardless. So watch out, stoners of the greatest Strongstable area. So maybe a little disappointment, but still all smiles back here. Over to you guys in the studio. That dog should be more dogged next time. Dogged? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Why you are such a talent. <laughs> we'll be back after this. The National Stoner Herding Championships. Brought to you by... Magic Chips. Magic Chips. Now with twice as much salt as our leading competitors. Order. Order in the court. Now, Mr. Lewis, you say that the defendant intentionally left you to die. That is correct, Your Honor. And what do you say, Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, who are you? Who am I? I'm Quantitism Physicality. I'm the world's first superhero slash pole dancer slash male stripper. I have the powers of quantum mechanics, pole dancing, and getting buck-ass naked for your pleasure, Your Honor. Here's my card. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, so, what do you have to say in your defense? I have never seen this man before in my life. You realize, Mr. Uh, Quantitative Physicality. You realize, Mr. Crumpet Fizzle Manta Ray, that the defendant identified your pecker from a lineup of over 20 different superhero schlongs. And the prosecution would like the record to show how difficult it was to get hold of those dong shots, Your Honor. As it will do, Mr. Blake, but I remind you to keep order in the court, or I will have you and your client thrown out. He left me to burn. I said order, Mr. Lewis. Permission to cross examine the witness, Your Honor? Granted. Mr. Physicality, are you sure you don't remember being in my client's home on the 24th of September? I do not recall. So you would be confident that if there were any cameras at the scene, you would not be in any footage? I would say it would be impossible. I see. Mr. Physicality, are you aware that my client is in fact a home security salesman? and has all of the latest home CCTV systems in his apartment. I would like to add that sometimes, due to my quantum entanglement powers, I can appear to be somewhere when I'm actually in an entirely Mr. Fizzy place. Bubblegum, I would ask you to simply answer the questions without embellishment. I present into evidence the CCTV footage of Mr. Physicality intentionally leaving my client to die. Just take my hand. No, man. Put some damn clothes on first. Man, fuck you. Activate quantum tunneling. Quantitism physicality away. This justice has seen enough. Mr. Physicality, you will be required to pay for all of the victim's medical bills and compensation to the total sum of $400,000. Motherfucker, I don't have that kind of money. You burned my face. I tried to help you. You were naked. Permission to add sexual harassment charges? Sustained $500,000. Son of a bitch. You just came barging into my house uninvited. Trespassing. $600,000. Stop. And before you teleported, you farted. That's not true. Assault. 700,000. For a fort? My decision is final, Mr. Fist and Gallifrey. May God have mercy on your soul. Wait, what? Next case. Okay, lovely. Lovely is a great word. Some could say that lovely is lovely, but those people are wrong, in my opinion, describing a word by using the word that you're describing is a bit of a cop-out. Anyway, welcome to Dyslexicon, a show where we over-analyse words. Today on Dyslexicon, 
Lovely. Look at lovely. It's a marvellous word. Two large points surrounding a sea of three tiny little letters. If you took away the Y at the end, it would look almost symmetrical if it weren't for the O and the E, but small imperfections are what make something lovely. Nevertheless, listen to the word lovely. Love Ellie. Do you know anyone called Ellie? If you do, then go love them. Your words demand it. Fun that lovely asks you to love someone within its own words. But am I going to take commands from a word? Fuck no. Fuck you, Ellie, whoever you are. That was rude. I'm almost certain there are at least a few Ellies I could tolerate. Anyway, Back to lovely. If you say it in a generic German accent such as Lofferly, then it sounds like a place of interest. Welcome to Lofferly. What would a low valley be? Would it be a wide and short valley? In which case, it's hardly a valley. It's more of a sinkhole risk. So is it thin and short? Well, that's beginning to sound more like a ditch and I can find those anywhere, stupid Germans. Never mind. Then there's lovely in the northern accent, Lovely, which sounds a bit like Loverly if you slow it down enough, which sounds kind of nice. It's like the beginning of some homespun wisdom. Love early, live long. I considered love early live late, but that suggests having a world's most boring life of dreary coupled sex, followed by a gangbang in a retirement home, which admittedly, now I've thought about it, sounds like a nice day out for octogenarians. Anyway, lovely, it's a word. Man, that was fucking hysterical. Oh, wow, man, that one was like an earthquake. <laughs> That's nothing, man. Watch, I can do the alphabet. A, B, Holy shit, dude! Fire! Look, fire! Oh shit, man! What the fuck? I, the demon Samael, am now free. Who has set me loose from the ancient abyss? Which of you foul mortals spoke the ancient tongue to bring my forgotten name to the earth once more? Out with it. You summon me. Do not waste my time, mortal. Hey, man. I'm, I'm sorry and all, but he was literally just burping the alphabet. You can't be serious. I'm serious. Well, how the bloody hell does that happen? To summon me, you'd have to learn a maddeningly complicated ancient tongue written by the Elder Ones themselves to torture the minds of men who seek its knowledge, and you just... Burp summoning demons as a party trick. Hey, whoa, we just did it by accident, bro. Calm down. Right, worship me. What? You heard me. You summoned me. You fucking worship me. Uh, see, that's gonna be a problem for me, because, like, I'm a Christian. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and I'm not into the whole eternal damnation thing now that I know it's real, so I'm, I'm out too. Yeah, me too. Fuck. Well, then... Thanks for wasting my day. What am I supposed to do now? Well, I'm sorry, this is all new to us. Yeah, and to be honest, man, you kind of crashed our party a little. I crashed your party? I was at a banquet for the Elder Ones. I was eating pan-fried fucking dodo and boiled-in-the-shell Galapagos turtle, sipping the finest wines from all of time, and then you pull me here to this sad three-man kegger, and I'm crashing your fucking party. Well, why didn't you bring some of that stuff? It sounds nice. Yeah, that stuff sounds like killer, bruh. I am a fucking demon prince. I am the ancient dog god here. You are supposed to give shit to me. Wow, man. Doesn't that seem unfair to you? I mean, by the sounds of it, you have a lot of nice stuff, so... Why do you need ours? Late stage capitalism gone mad. I am a superior being. I could demand all your possessions and your life, and it would still be a pathetic offering to be graced by my presence. Oh my god, dude. Check your prevalence. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? Look, man. You're bringing the whole party down. You're embarrassing everyone. Can't you just go back? Can't I just 
Motherfucker, can't I just go back? You summoned a demon from an ancient unknowable plane of existence. You literally summoned me from another realm to be here, and now you just want me to leave? Yeah, I mean, if you could, I think we'd all feel a lot more at ease, because, like, although I see your point, it was an accident, and now you're just ruining the vibe. Okay, you know what, you know what, I will go back, because you people are the worst. Your mother's gonna die in a car accident, your dad's gonna die in a fire, and for some reason your uncle's gonna get killed by a badger, but that's up to him. Phew, I mean, what an asshole. I mean, damn, let's take a chill pill, right? Yeah, Jesus, what a baby. There you are, Holmes. Three keys of pure uncut crystal, just the way you like it. Yes, well done again, boys. You really are the finest cooks this side of the Atlantic. And there's a lot more where that came from, too, I see. Ha ha ha! Wonderful, wonderful. I think it's time for high-quality meth to make its way across the pond, don't you, boys? Well, don't just sit there. Grab a drink. To a long and fruitful future. What, what the fuck was that? Who am I? I didn't say that. I'm quantities of physicality. What the fuck is going on here? I'm the world's first superhero. Slash male stripper. Slash gigolo. Oh. I have the powers of quantum mechanics. Of course you do. Getting buck-ass naked. Oh dear. Packing your dick between my cheeks and finishing you off. Jesus Christ. Here's my car. This is just a receipt covered in semen, amigo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's mine. I need to show that to my pimp. Wow, this is just sad. So much for celebrating. Rodrigo, Jose, let's get the fuck out of here. No, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. What? If you guys want to party... I can oblige. I'd rather not. I use my powers on your dick. Ever been jerked off in a superposition? Damn. Have some dignity, Holmes. Ah, wait, 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 wait. For God's sake, what? Is that meth? Yes. Can I have some? Be my guest. Thanks, man. You're my hero. If you see Big Daddy, tell him I'm turning a trick for him. Sure. This is just sad. Let's go. Quantities of physicality away. Oh yeah, that's the shit. That's all for the show. Thank you for joining us on this, the inaugural episode of Post-Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse. Come join us next week for it. Barry, what the fuck are you doing? If I can't have them, then you can't have them. Barry, put those cans down. No. Barry, you open another one of those cans and I'm going to get the Cerberus out. Don't care. Get back here, Barry. No, they're mine. Barry. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you up the arse. Fuck all. Get back here, Barry. Go away, I don't want to give it to you. I swear to God, Barry, you open one more of those and I'm going to get really angry. I don't give a shit. You bastard of a priest. Fuck off. Post-apocalyptic Metal Treehouse is a one-man sketch show. Written, produced by, and starring Nathan Parrish. It is a Dead Man Dancing production using music and effects from freesound.org and soundbible.com. Individual credits in the description. Follow us on YouTube at It's Dead Man Dancing and on SoundCloud at Dead Man Dancing. <laughs>